putting yourself first. And I think that means different things for different people, um, depending on your situation. So for me, it meant investing in my story and just getting it all out. Just like putting it all down, not getting stuck in the weeds about like... This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things Black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. Wouldn't you like to be a guest on Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham? Well, the link is in the show notes. And now, Here's your host, Blair Durham. Greetings, 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 greetings. Well, greetings and good morning. Good morning. Wow. So we're here with Zakia Dalila Harris, the author of The Other Black Girl, best-selling author, New York Times best-selling author. How are you? Can you believe it? I know. You see me shaking my head. I'm just like, like hearing, wait, you, what? <laughs> hearing those words next to my name is like, it's just a trip. Like, this is what I've always wanted. And I took a route that just went all over the place and then kind of led, leading here. It's just, it's wild to, to hear you say it. <laughs> no, it is incredible. May I ask a question that's not on either of our scripts? And that is, Please. how old are you? I am 28. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Thank awesome. you. Man, she looks like she's about like 13. I know. I know. I'll be getting carded until the end of time. <laughs> I'm so excited about your success. Um, talk to us about kind of the inspiration for writing this book. I know so many of us have dealt with issues in the workplace surrounding race and gender. And like, then you got to deal with microaggressions inside of the race-gender dynamic. And so talk to us about why this book came to life. Yeah, definitely. Well, like my protagonist, Nella Rogers, um, there are two two parts of me that absolutely made it into her when I was writing. So one of those things is the fact that I worked in book publishing for two and a half, three years. I was an editorial and like Nella, I was one of very few people. I mean, I wasn't I didn't have it as bad as she did, thankfully. Um, This book has a lot of fictional elements, of course, Um, but that kind of feeling of looking around the table and being the only one and being like, this is weird, but also having to keep going and every day and kind of tune that out because otherwise it will get to you after a while. Um, So I'd gotten really good at that skill working in publishing because also like Nella, I grew up in Connecticut um, in a suburb, mostly around white people for most of my young life. And so when I got to high school um, and started meeting other black people, uh, a lot of people said I didn't talk like a black girl, I talked like a white girl. Um, A lot of people just looked at me different. Like I I was like, I didn't know I was different this whole time. Like I was raised to be proud and black, but I just spoke a different way and and had a different kind of, I don't know, way of being uh, compared to a lot of my peers. And so I often had this anxiety growing up um, later on in life of not being black enough. So all of those feelings found their way into Nella and also all the other characters, too. Wow. Really cool. We have something in common. So I'm Blair, and then that was weird because I was anybody black named Blair, and then... Blair Underwood, though. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) No, I know. (laughs) Story. So our show, Black Wall Street Today, um, it's really about obviously entrepreneurship, right? And we like walking people through the journey of whatever their success has been. 
tell those parts. I mean, you aren't just, you know, a New York Times bestselling author. You are an immediate bestselling author. So that says to me, strategy, okay. something was in place to make sure that this book was going to be a success. Do you mind sharing those elements for those that are listening that have got a book in them and need to get it out to the world as well? Totally, totally. I mean, the thing for me that really made a difference, um, and this isn't something though that everyone can do. I was just fortunate in terms of timing. Um, I didn't have kids. I wasn't loving the job, my publishing job. I actually quit in order to finish this book and my partner moved in with me. Um, and basically what I would say is like putting yourself first. And I think that means different things for different people, um, depending on your situation. So for me, it meant investing in my story and just getting it all out, just like putting it all down, not getting stuck in the weeds about like, what well, was it going to sell? Like, what are people going to say? Is publishing going to be ready for this? Like all of those are questions I was asking myself, but like, I, I still, at the end of the day was like, I need to first just focus on getting my story out and that can take as long as it needs to take. Um, but that the story, the actual writing. Yes, the actual writing. And I wrote by hand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For the most part. And so I think that's important. I think also having eyes on your work early uh, is really key. Um, I'd done my MFA uh, in nonfiction writing, actually. So I'd, I was used to having criticism on that, but actually fiction was a little scarier because that was something that I had never tried to do earnestly. And so, so that really helped too. So making sure you're really focusing on your story and then also thinking of ways just to, to make it better and, and bring other people into your world because, you know, you can write something that you love, which is really important, but also it's good to, if you want to publish a book, have someone else tell you like, Hey, I like the first 10 pages or like, you know, I feel like this isn't quite work. All of those, those feedback, uh, elements I think are crucial early on because I think it'll help later on. Now I'm not going to say that I'm like impervious to criticism because it's still, I still feel it, you know, we all do, but it helps. I think it definitely helps. If you just tuned in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today. I'm talking with the instant New York Times bestselling author of The Other Black Girl, Zakia Dalila Harris. And we're just talking about her journey. So I get that part of it, right? Getting the story out, getting the criticism. So, But that still feels like very much phase one of yeah. the path to, you know, New York Times bestselling author. What then became your process of next steps, like publishing? Now you were already in that world, so you had a leg up. <laughs> you yeah. understood, right? I had a leg up. Connections <laughs> and so forth. But what could you say to somebody who maybe doesn't um, yeah. have a powerful story? Definitely. I mean, so once you have that story down and once you feel like you've gotten it all out of you, um, finding an agent, I think, is one of the most important uh, steps of the process because they are the person who will ideally be with you through your career or at least through the beginning stages, what have you. Um, but they also are the person who advocates for you. And especially as a woman of color, um, even though I knew this world, well, because I knew this world so well, I knew that was really important to find someone who saw my vision and did not want to compromise that vision for the wrong reasons or, or, or compromise it at all. And so finding the person, I mean, I made a spreadsheet <laughs> 
because <laughs> I'm, I'm a spreadsheet kind of person um, <laughs> in terms of things like that. And so, I mean, I it's funny, though, because even though I knew agents, uh, a friend of mine who worked in publishing at the time was like, oh, I think there's this one agent who would really be into your book because my book is also like an amalgamation of like five different things um, and pitching it. Yeah, yeah, pitching it was hard. Just that it can go in the yeah. middle directions right exactly so many directions and so um yeah I basically uh, ended up querying this agent my friend had suggested to me and I'd never met her I hadn't um wasn't as familiar with the agent she she worked at but like it was immediately a chemistry like we felt the same way in terms of the vision for the book and just like our edits process because that's really important too finding someone who you can work with who you trust with your work because if you don't trust this person with your work it's going to mess everything else up down the line so really that's the most important part I think and then also just as important I guess would be publishing where you're publishing your book um and I know for me I talked to a lot of editors um and the editor that I ended up working with Lindsay Sagnet at Atria also like this instant chemistry. It's funny because I felt like I was like dating in all of these uh, steps, Um, but it kind of is, it's a partnership. And again, you really want to feel like your words are in the right hands Um, and you have people who are really invested in, in what you're believing in. So we have like three minutes and there's still two questions I want to ask. I know that we're already talking about Hulu right and developing around your book are you working on the script for that what's kind of where's the process there i am i am i was working on it yesterday um i'm co-writing the pilot script right now with rashida jones so we're we're in the the drafting stages and it's been so much fun such a whirlwind um it's hard but I'm really enjoying learning this new skill. And there's so much to, I mean, there's so much more I can explore with the show that I couldn't do with the book. Like all the characters and their backstories and Malika and Owen and, and the Wagner books. There's just so much more world building I feel like I'll be able to do. So I'm really excited. Wow. Let me ask you one more question. Two yeah. Minutes. There's a quote that you include in the book um, around the Black history. Yes. What is that quote? Where did it come from? And then why did you choose to include it? Yeah, Black history is Black horror. That is the epigraph of the other Black girl. And it's said by Tanana Ridu, um, who was an, uh, a critic and, and horror professor, I believe, in, UC- in California. I can't remember if it's UCLA, but she's amazing. The documentary that I saw her say those words in is amazing. It's called Horror Noir, uh, which is basically a, a documentary that explores horror and its relationship with Black people all the way back to Birth of a Nation, which they consider to be a horror, which is a horrifying movie, um, all the way up to Get Out. Thank and you. I remember, I mean, I remember thinking, first of all, epigraphs would be, an epigraph would be an easy thing to write. <laughs> it's not. Uh, it took me time to figure it out. But I had seen this documentary right when I started writing this book, right when I decided publishing is not my thing. I need to get out of here. And it really just for me rang true with the part of the book. I won't say the twist, but like there is a sense, I think, in this book, specifically on a micro level with Nella and her job and the ways in which 
she gives so much of herself to Wagner Books, but Wagner Books does not give anything back or gives a little bit back and it gaslights her essentially. And I really thought about the ways in which that parallels the way the U.S. has treated Black people um, over the last 400 years. Like we have constantly been giving ourselves, we've been gaslit, right? And like we're not getting anything back or we're told to be be grateful with what's what we have accomplished. And it's like, yes, but like also at the same time, no. Like it's not that simple. And so I really wanted to highlight that in this book and also kind of tease tease the reader a little bit to be like, hey, like this seems like it's going to be maybe an office book set in the real world, but there is this other twist that's that's coming. So, so look out. <laughs> well, kudos to you, Black girl. I Thank appreciate you. you so much. And Thank you. So now I'm going to read the book. <laughs> Yes. No, 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 I'm going, wait, I know they want me to read the book first. No, I'm going to have the conversation. Then I'll read the book. I love it. I love it. it with more depth and more clarity. Um, so. I love it. Let me know what you think. No pressure, but like, let me know. I'll send you a quick email. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes, the other Black girl available wherever you purchase books. Let us uh, partake. I'm excited. Thank you, Zakia. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a such a joy. For sure. Take care. This show was brought to you by the consulting services of Positive Vibes Incorporated. We do credit fixes, we do debt restructuring, and we put money in the pockets of real estate investors. So give us a call. We can fix your credit we can restructure your debt and if you're a real estate investor i would love to put thousands of dollars into your pockets 757-932-0177 that's 757-932-0177 phenomenal stay with us online at black wall street today on facebook and black wall street today on instagram and then follow us on twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, 